This message comes from NPR sponsor Hulu. Don't miss the new docuseries Black Twitter, A People's History. From memes to movements, see how this powerful online community shapes culture and society. Black Twitter, A People's History premieres May 9th, streaming on Hulu. everyone, I'm Emma Choi and welcome to Everyone and Their Mom, a weekly show from Wait Wait Don't Tell Me. This week we're talking about a snazzy piece of real estate with Wait Wait panelist, comedian, and someone who should definitely be pulled on stage during a Bruce Springsteen concert. It's Mo Rocca. Hey Mo. Hi Emma. Oh my gosh, now I'm just I'm just channeling Courtney Cox, right? That's who got pulled on <laughs> yes. stage. Yes. 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 <laughs> Okay, well, here's a story I have to tell you about, okay? So the U.S. government recently put a lighthouse up for sale. And the only catch? The buyer is responsible for all the upkeep. First of all, Mo, I think we can all agree that lighthouses are sick, right? They're basically snitches on the ocean. They got this bright-ass light, and at least 99% of them are haunted by a vengeful ghost, right? Totally. Anyways, so this specific lighthouse is called the Hopper Island Lighthouse. And Mo, this place has everything. And by everything, I mean nothing. It doesn't have any fresh water, electricity, gas, or sewer system. And there's not even a place to dock your boat. You have to, like, hoist yourself out of the water like an absolute animal. It's crazy. And even more, this ocean paradise is located what the military has officially named, quote-unquote, a danger zone. Because it's near an area where the military practices detonating bombs. It's literally explosive. Okay, I'm from Maryland, and I don't remember any bombing. You know, lighthouses are supposed to be sort of calm and peaceful and desolate. This sounds like a pretty dramatic environment. Yeah, totally. Anyways, Mo, should Robert Pattinson and William Dafoe have kissed in the movie The Lighthouse? Should they have kissed in it? Did you see the movie? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. I'm so behind on my lighthouse movies. I do remember, yeah. I mean, to me, it felt a little too much with all due respect, like Tom Hanks with that soccer ball. Um, (laughs) So, yeah, so I'm all in favor of them doing everything they could have done to light up that lighthouse. (laughs) Oh, excellent wordplay, my friend. Um, Okay, this lighthouse is like the Quentin Tarantino of lighthouses. It's... It's crazy. And, you know, one man's death trap is another person's $192,000 because, yeah, Mo, you guessed it. Someone ended up buying this puppy for way more than it was listed for, specifically $192,000, which, you know, that just goes to show that it's not what's on the outside, but what's on the inside that really matters. As long as the inside is packed with asbestos and lead paint, which this one is. Oh, my God. It gets better. I mean, just all the time. (laughs) So, Mo, I constantly dream of being a lighthouse keeper. Do you? You know, I kind of do because I know that I would get sick of it pretty quickly, especially if there were no pirates coming Mm -hmm. around to warn Mm -hmm. people about. But I think that um, that I could really use the solace. I think it's between that and a monastery. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I feel like, you know, there's this idea of like, what if I run away from my nine to five and throw on a chunky sweater and sip my tea in a lighthouse by the sea? Would that finally make me happy? I mean, it would make me happy as long as there was a strong Wi-Fi signal. (laughs) 
totally. <laughs> and, you know, and where do you get your food? I mean, mm-hmm. I guess you can sort of trawl for a lobster from up there. I think you just sort of I, – I, but I, I, I would definitely need somebody – with me. I mean, if it came with a concierge, I'd get, I'd buy it. Oh, absolutely. So Lighthouse Core, the idea of, you know, so Oceanside Bliss, I feel like this concept of Lighthouse Eat, Pray, Love is like, really, there's so much romance behind the idea of a lighthouse. Are you, are you a romantic person? Like, do you romanticize this kind of stuff? I find it more romantic. If it were a lighthouse that seemed very romantic, or very, very remote, <laughs> excuse me, but was in fact you know, a few hundred yards away from a major metropolis. And I'm also not great with um, dank environments. So, sure. I, I, you know, I guess if there was an outlet for a dehumidifier, I, I, could, be, <laughs> I could be better with it. I like it's like glamping, but for lighthouses, like a Nancy Myers lighthouse with a bunch of counter space. Oh, a Nancy oh. Myers lighthouse is a brilliant yeah. idea. And Meryl Streep is there in a cashmere wrap, you know? Completely. Oh, completely. I just, I, I need a pashmina with my lighthouse before I can move in. Support for NPR and the following message comes from Front Door. We all have that endless home to-do list. Repair the leaky dishwasher, fix the fridge, get the faucet to stop dripping. Get it all done with Front Door, the one-stop home repair and maintenance app. With Front Door, you can video chat with home repair experts, diagnose the problem faster, and cross off that to-do list. Now, when your home needs fixing or maintenance, just open the Front Door. Download and get unlimited video chats with an expert for just $25 a year. This is my voice. I can tell you a lot about me. And I'm not changing it for anyone. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of NPR episodes centered on Black experiences. Search NPR Black Stories, Black Truths wherever you get your podcasts. No, lighthouses are for sure haunted, right? Yes, you want a ghost with your lighthouse. Or at least you yeah. want the Gordon's Fisherman to swing by every now and then. Sure, sure, yeah. What kind of ghost would you prefer in your lighthouse? Well, I suppose a ghost that sings sea shanties. I think you kind of want that, but that's that's Ooh, sort of a given. Yeah, yeah. I feel like I would want, like, um, like, a gal pal ghost, you know, and, like, together it's like it's like Broad City, but one of us is dead and we're in a lighthouse, you know? But is she, like, a 19th century gal pal? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You know, I gossip, she gossips, I ask her about what a terminology is, she asks me what our cell phones, we, we learn from each right. other, you know? I, think I love that. <laughs> New England has a bunch of spooky lighthouses. I would love to live in a spooky lighthouse for, like, a month and play pranks on the local villagers that they think a ghost is living inside of the lighthouse, you know, trick out everyone. What a, what a performance art project right there. Totally. Absolutely. Like that show Sleep No More, one of these shows, right? Mm-hmm. Maybe that's what should be done with a lighthouse. And then people will come, hipsters will come and stay for hours at a time. <laughs> yeah. We should team up, Mo. I'll be the one making the weird sounds and you can be the guy in the village spreading the rumors. Be yes. Like, Have you guys heard that thing at midnight? Sounds like a woman wailing. <laughs> I would happily be the hype man for it. So Mo and I clearly love the idea of lighthouses, but we just had to know, what are these guys like in real life? Hello. Hi, Jeremy. Hi, Emma. Um, will you introduce yourself to us? 
Sure. I'm Jeremy Dontremont. I am uh, a lighthouse guy. I've been doing lighthouse <laughs> stuff for, for nearly 40 years. I'm the historian for both the uh, American Lighthouse Foundation and the U.S. Lighthouse Society. And a ghost hunter and a podcast host. Jeremy, <laughs> you do it all. I mean, you're basically the Whoopi Goldberg of lighthouses. <laughs> well, I'll take that as a compliment. Thank you. So I want to ask you in your professional base of knowledge are yeah. all light keepers hot or is it just robert pattinson <laughs> <laughs> uh i'm gonna say yeah all lighthouse keepers are hot oh let me ask you something it's kind of wild but we have a theory that all lighthouses are haunted is that true um, well, you know, the people the people who lived at this lighthouse when they were resident keepers, those keepers and family members uh, were so devoted to the place. And you had some keepers at some of these lighthouses who were there for 20, 30, 40 years living at them. Mm-hmm. My feeling is uh, whether or not you believe there, there are ghosts or however you want to describe it, I believe that the spirits of the keepers are with us one way or oh. another, figuratively or literally. But yeah. But it may be literally, and uh, there has been <laughs> certainly been uh, some evidence. Uh, to yeah? That effect. What yeah. evidence have you found? Um, well, again, I've been involved with Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse here in Newcastle, New Hampshire, for more mm-hmm. than 20 years now. And we've, we've, uh, I'm one of uh, many people, actually, who's had experiences there. In my personal case, it was a voice I heard in the tower uh, that had no easy explanation. <gasps> That's but, so cool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I would love to see if it would talk to me because... Uh, I want to meet a lighthouse keeper so bad. And if he's dead, even better. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Well, maybe that could be arranged. Maybe we can get you over there. Oh, I would love to. Well, Jeremy, what do you think? We can put our money where our mouths are. I'll bring a friend. You show yourself. And we visit a creepy little lighthouse together. I think that sounds like an excellent idea. And you're going to love it. I was totally down to go see this lighthouse. But first, I had to assemble a team. Ghost team, assemble! Jeremy Dontremont, the expert, an absolute lighthouse fiend. Jeremy knows the Portsmouth lighthouse like the back of his hand. He'll be our guide, and here's a perk. I can definitely outrun him in a malevolent ghost chase situation. Ava Salzman, the scholar. Ava knows the most about ghosts out of everyone I know. Also, she's my friend and probably won't make fun of me if I get scared. Wilder Fleming, the engineer. Wilder's bringing all the equipment we need to hunt them ghosts. Also, he's tall, which is always useful. And of course, there's me, Emma Choi, a.k.a. NPR's sweetheart, a.k.a. NPR's bad boy, a.k.a. Pete Hersey, gal, a.k.a. the tolerant of lactose, the Choi that was chosen, the hostess with the mostest. Wait, what were we talking about? Once the team met up, we hopped into my 2005 black Acura that my dad used to drive and pulled up to the Portsmouth Lighthouse on a beautiful fall day. The leaves were orange, the water was a perfect blue, and the lighthouse shone with its white paint. But as we drove up to park next to the lighthouse, I couldn't help but wonder, was there something more nefarious hiding under that white lead paint? Sounds like a flock of Canada geese going over us here. Oh, my God. Oh, it's a seagull. Oh, it's a seagull. Oh, it's 
so pretty. Hi, Jeremy. Thanks so much for having us here. Hi, Emma. It's great to have you here. Nice to see you. <laughs> um, this is my friend Ava. Hi, Ava. Hi. It's great to meet you. Nice it's to meet to you. here as well. Yeah, Ava knows a lot about ghosts and stuff, so I thought I'd bring her along to Excellent. look Excellent. for a certain captain. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> he has been known to show up. Okay. Oh, whoa. Are you Oh my god, he looks crazy out here. This lighthouse is pretty short as lighthouses go. Oh you know, you have gosh. some that are up to like 200 feet tall. It's a short king. Ours is only 48 feet. Cool. 44 stairs. Wow. So this room we're in now at the top of the stairs is called the watch room. Because in some lighthouses, a keeper would actually be here overnight keeping watch on the light to make sure the light didn't go out. Is this where you heard the ghost last time? Yes, it is. This very moment, I am standing precisely like I was the time I heard the ghost, right in the same place, and leaning on the ladder just like I am now. So I'm leaning against this ladder that goes up to the lantern room here, which is where the light is. And what happened was, and I'm going to say this was, I think it was 2007, so it was a while ago. I was giving a tour one afternoon, an afternoon much like this afternoon. Uh, I was talking to a, yeah, talking to a young couple right here, uh, and as I'm telling them some of the history of the lighthouse, suddenly in the middle of me talking, I heard, hello. But when I heard that, hello, I stopped talking, and I leaned over and I looked there, there was nobody there. So I said to the couple, did you hear something? The guy said, yeah, I heard a man say hello. His wife didn't hear anything. What was that? I heard something down there. Did you hear that noise? Listen to that wind howling. <laughs> I heard something down there. I think it was probably the door moving. I might not have secured it as, as well as it could have been. With the wind blowing, it can really move it easily. I'm surprised. Like, I actually feel like nervous. Like, I, I, I don't know. Like It feels like, you know, when someone's, you can, your back is turned and there's someone across the room looking at you. I get that feeling sometimes here, not always. Sometimes yeah. I come in here and I say, oh, there's nobody here today. Sometimes I feel there's something going on. Um, but usually, like, especially if I'm here at night when I leave, I usually say goodnight to the captain. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he's our usual suspect. There's other theories, you know, we, we can't say for sure what's going on, but Joshua Card, the longtime keeper here, is our, our number one suspect in a lot of these cases. Okay, so we're looking for Captain Cart, the man who ran this lighthouse for decades, and we wanted to see if he would talk to us. Um, okay, so we made a homemade pendulum here with my shoelace and my dorm key, and on uh, there's a keychain on my dorm key that is a bottle opener, mm -hmm. uh, so we can crack open some cold ones after this. Um, so can you walk us through how this is supposed to work? Sure. The first thing normally a, a researcher would do was kind of steady, first kind of steady the pendulum. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to ask, what is a yes? And see what the pendulum does. Well, that was immediate. Oh, wow. Okay. It's going side to side very clearly. Yeah, it is. Okay, so that's a yes. What is a no? This is kind of up and down for me, like uh, it's a little more diagonal forward too. and backwards. Yeah. Well, it's kind of like going towards my leg in a way. Oh, it is. Um, and what is a maybe? That's a circle. It's a counterclockwise circle. That's a big motion. Yeah. yeah. Your hand is perfectly still. I think so. Okay, so let me ask, let me ask a question. Uh, so four of us are here. We have Emma and Eva and Wilder and Jeremy. And 
if there's somebody here who'd like to communicate with us, uh, we'd like uh, to communicate with you. So, is there somebody here? That's a yes. Uh, are you a man? As you understand it to be. That's a yes. Yeah, that's pretty definitely a yes. Uh, were you a keeper of the lighthouse? Another yes. Okay. Well, that's, like, the movement is so strong. And your hand is moving at all. That's really weird. Can you ask it if it likes big butts and cannot lie? Hey, it's it, if it heard me, it's going towards a yes. So, yeah. do you think Game of Thrones should have ended differently? Is that a yes? <laughs> That's a pretty strong yes. Keeping up. Would you want Timothy Chalamet? What do we think that is? Okay, they don't. Fine, he doesn't know. I'm just gonna. Okay, aesthetically, would you haunt a gorgeous, frail white boy with beautiful hair? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, me too, buddy. Yeah. That's a yes. Will you allow a safe passage out of the lighthouse? That was a yes. Yeah, that's a yes. Um, you had to think about that a little bit. Yeah, it was like, hmm. <laughs> Are we your favorite people who's ever visited this lighthouse? Uh, that's cold. Let it, let it be noted it completely oh, stopped. Oh, yeah. Well, in that case, like, goodbye. <laughs>Support for NPR and the following message come from the American Cancer Society. Dr. Alpa Patel leads a team that researches cancer risk factors, and she shares how a new study aims to impact an underrepresented community. My greatest hope for the Voices of Black Women study is that it will help us understand and identify culturally tailored ways to change and really eliminate the unacceptable disparities for future generations of black women as it relates to cancer. To learn more, go to voices.cancer.org. And here's the spookiest part of the podcast, the credits. This show was brought to you by Wait, Wait, Don't Tell Me. This episode was produced by Haley Fager and Oha Lopez, with help from Wilder Fleming, Blythe Robertson, Lillian King, Sophie Hernandez-Simeonidis, and Captain Card's allegedly hot girlfriend. Our supervising producer is Kelly Wessinger, and our true meaning of Christmas is Mike Danforth. Once again, Lorna White, thank you for helping us make our ghost sound even ghostlier. Thank you to ghost researcher, artist, and my friend, Ava Salzman, for being the most awesome ghost hunter I know. Do you love this lighthouse? And thank you to Jeremy Dontremont for being the lighthouse of men, tall with cool hat. Do you like us being here talking to you? Jeremy has his own podcast all about lighthouses. Listen to Lighthearted at uslhs.org. Thank you to my co-host, comedian, wait, wait panelist, and someone who I'm petitioning to play Fanny Bryce next on Broadway. It's Mo Rocca. That's a good point. Don't forget to catch the new season of his podcast, Mobituaries. I'm Emma Choi, and you can find me at Wait Wait NPR and living in a dorm room that hasn't been lived in for years and definitely is haunted with the spirit of an old nerd. Oh. This is NPR.
This message comes from NPR sponsor Viore, a new perspective on performance apparel. Clothing designed with premium fabrics, built to move in, styled for life. For 20% off your first purchase, go to viore.com NPR. Support for NPR and the following message come from IXL Learning. IXL Learning uses advanced algorithms to give the right help to each kid, no matter the age or personality. Get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when you sign up today at IXL.com NPR. Last year, over 20,000 people joined the Body Electric study to change their sedentary, screen-filled lives. And guess what? We saw amazing effects. Now you can try NPR's Body Electric Challenge yourself. Listen to updated and new episodes wherever you get your podcasts.